Welcome to the uh, Calm Down Podcast. Um, we're here today with Jackie, Louis and Debbie, um, three of our brightest creative minds, um, <laughs> to talk a little bit about design, graphic design and branding and things like that today. So, um, the first question I suppose is, what's going on in the world of design at the moment? What kind of trends have we got coming up and seeing out there at the moment you'd like to kick us off obviously uh, a lot of trends are quite a lot of influence are from like obviously WGSN site but obviously um, that's carried through interiors and um, fashion on the catwalk so um, so at the moment there's like a lot of um, tribal print coming in for 2018 a lot of transparency um, plastics um also, there's a lot of um, bold primary colours giving quite a lot of influence to, obviously, fashion, but also constant packaging as well, and to um, interior design. So it's kind of uh, flowing into like the seasons, the spring, the summer, and autumn and winter. So um, they tend to be ahead um, by six months um, to sell into the current market. So... Um, Again. Do you think these primary colours have gone a bit retro in the field? They're quite bold, aren't they? Yeah, they they've gone quite bold. Um, obviously going back to hint of like the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> 70s and 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's obviously the quite... colours yeah, yeah, and obviously the, a lot of the fashions of the, the big shoulder pads, <laughs> the bright <laughs> garish prints, and obviously like the plastics have been quite influenced on the jewellery as well, so obviously like earrings and, and, and things like that but they are like obviously um, bold colours but also pastels as well so it's um, quite a, a mix mm. array of, of colours into the the mainstream but again it's, it carries through from quite a lot of different design disciplines um, mm. and usually has like a sort of 12 12 months of um, it lasts for really so yeah there's almost like a, a sort of look back away from technology because it always used to be focused on sort of high tech and what the next sort of technology and advancement is but there's all, almost like a cultural look back to yeah like simpler things yeah like all the gadgets anymore yeah, yeah it's more it's more advertising like promotions in general they've become a little bit more sort of simplified in the approach and it's it's what we were saying earlier Deborah, about getting closer to the customer and well, the, emotional truths and being transparent in the way that they're talking it's more about yeah yeah kind of brand. returning to a more human form but that's a lot even the fashion trend like all the fashion trends are usually influenced by global trends so it's what's happening on happening in a global so like you know if you look at the global UN trends which mm. is all about you know agriculture mindset all that then gets filtered down into design because it's it influences the industry in terms of where they go and how yeah. they how they invest their money so you know that's why you're seeing a lot of businesses kind of going back to their core values if you know what I mean to sort of think about where are we going in the next 10 years if we're going to survive and if we're going to be present in the market and we have to we have to do things in line with what the global trends are otherwise that's where you yeah. you know you do it, you do it, or you don't. Mm. <laughs> so. it, it also seems to be a lot more. You know, we we talked a lot recently about tribal patterns and more kind of illustrative, t- quite traditional drawings over the top of things. Things yeah, like that. That's right, it yeah. seems to be a 
you know something of a trend that's that's coming through. Yeah, I think that's happening because we were talking earlier about because um, obviously there's a massive market at the moment. You know where you can go and get stuff off the shelf design, which obviously makes means that you get a lot of stuff which is look alike, mm. same as. And in order to differentiate differentiate yourself from the market, then people are investing. You're getting sort of some of the sort of what you call kind of slow movement, slow design, you know, where it's handcrafted and more time is taken over creating yeah, yeah. designs. And that's why like brand storytelling's come back in because again, people are taking more time over thinking about what is our message, who, what do we actually stand for, what are our values, if you know what I mean. So kind of going back to values and standards of a business to sort of use that as a benchmark to sort of, you know, so there's there's a bit of a divide there, I think, you yeah. know, in terms of I think visually as well, people are getting savvy to the fact that you can buy a lot of things off the shelf. And we were talking about earlier that the going back to respecting the fact that designers who design well and mm. who have experience in branding and um, you know, even designing simple logotypes is the difference between ones you can buy off the shelf mm. and ones that have been crafted yeah. and have spent time with and mm. There's a little bit of investment in terms of money. It's a little bit more expensive, but companies are putting more stock in that, and yeah. it's almost gone back to the way it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's too many people before. Obviously, you would you would go and get a lot of you know. I mean, I when I freelance, I work with a lot of I work with obviously with small businesses and big businesses, and I can see a massive difference between the bigger businesses, obviously, who have thought about their process, marketing, and everything else. But smaller businesses, you know, would have come to me because they've got they've they've sort of you know they've bought the logo from one person then they've gone to a web designer or something else then they've gone and they then they trade a piece of it all together but that's not branding and then no, they, they, they yeah. realise actually the, that's what branding is a much bigger people start to realise actually it's not just a logo it's 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 everything it's from there how you speak to your customers how you deliver it, it's the whole the whole thing so it's not just visually anymore it's more it's how it looks, how it speaks, how it it's more strategic. It's more yeah. strategic. It definitely feels like there's a, you know, we've, we've been through a stage of time where with the fivers and all this kind of thing where you can get a logo done for 50 quid and, you know, this kind of thing and people seem to be getting to that point again now where you can, you know, build your own website or whatever else for, you know, 100 quid a month. But people are starting to realize actually, you know, it's more, the value of those things is worth so much more than just, you know, 50 quid, just that, that little kind Getting of... Get out of there. They all kind of thing look is, the same. Mm. Yeah. The, exactly, the, yeah. The, the, word, yeah, the, icon, yeah. you know, yeah. pick an icon, pick a word, mm. and there you've got your... People want to be kind of different in the market, so they need to spend the money, really, to get a different look. Yeah, speculate to accumulate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. there, there is that honesty thing about it, because we were talking mm. about like emotional truths in, in branding and business, that uh, a lot of like global advertising and mainstream above the line advertising is more about the brands talking honestly and open to the customers about how they conduct themselves and how their business is and using that as a selling tool rather than flashing up a logo or an offer and hoping that will win people over and it's the same with the branding is that uh, there's an honesty to having something handcrafted and there's almost PR in hiring an agency and publicising that to say we're investing uh, in our business with this advertising agency to handle our branding properly and craft something rather than you know pluck something off the shelf and put it out there and there's an honesty and, and an emotional truth to that as well as then marketing your company and the way you do it to get customers do you think that's it in terms of what kind of leads that 
leads those design trends? Do you think it is a it's a fashion thing. We talked a bit about you know fashion leading it a little bit, or is it more you know what you were saying, Debbie, where it's actually more cultural, a bit more about what people are you know what people want from the businesses they're going to engage with and things. It's like difficult that. because obviously it depends which generation. Because obviously you know you could say you know because you know if you're starting because a lot of people would say when you go into sort of starting a business like because obviously you think about video now it's all about. It actually doesn't have to be polished. It's about just getting your video, and especially that's why you're seeing a lot of Generation Z and young people going out and just getting online, not worrying about that it's perfect to start with. Getting nothing, out, nothing get, polished get, at what we're doing. No, no, no. But that, but that's it's weird because I, I know as design, we've always we've always been about making it perfect before yeah. it was out there. But actually, when you when you go out and meet entre, the entrepreneur world and entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs specifically. They have less attachment to because you know the only way you find out, especially when you're test marketing, obviously it's more probably more about starting a starting a brand and starting something from scratch, not from a from a business perspective. They, you have to get it out there, mm. and you only find out how good it is until you get it out there. You could spend ages polishing and making it perfect, and but like what Jackie was saying before, if you, if you haven't done the research and you haven't, but a lot of the research now, the best way to get that research is actually to put it out there to start with yeah, it might be a bit see crude what, see what <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah, it and do it again you know. yeah, yeah that's really a that piece like Facebook and stuff now or, or Instagram is you know you can actually start it get it out there and actually see is anyone going to follow it or not going to follow it and then you can see is it working is it not working because otherwise you could spend a lot of money on branding and everything else and then it yeah mm. kind of wrong target yeah. market yeah. yeah I think we're all guilty of <clears throat> having this I want to create this absolutely perfect thing that we're going to it's going to be you know amazing when we finally get it out there and the reality is it's never finished it never no, it never, it never goes out it never goes no. anywhere and we you know we've done that with all sorts of things where you just don't you never quite put it out because it's never quite perfect but actually yeah, yeah you know people's successes in just do it give something a try try something new and yeah. see if it works and if it hits then great and if it doesn't be don't be afraid to yeah. chuck it all in the bin and do yeah. something different and, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. That. there's almost an appeal with the audience that the less it is crafted and the more it's instant and there's more of an honesty to what you're doing and that attracts customers and if it's highly polished and very slick and very well produced people almost like will skip past or turn it off because they know that's a big firm trying to you know get your viewing figures and if it's literally put out there and it's just like a, a guy sort of running around and trying to promote themselves and it's just a throwaway thing there's there's an honesty to that that people actually respond to because there's so much out there and everyone has a mobile phone everyone's totally connected the whole time everyone has all the information so it's a lot harder for companies to pull the wool and there are people that try to craft something that looks instant <laughs> yeah it looks like it's been yeah it's been hours and hours days and days yeah. day, yeah. there's a couple in the, in, the, in the flat and I'm playing a prank am hiding behind the door <laughs> yeah. and you know that you're both actors or models <laughs> and you know people just yeah everyone knows because it's been done a million times well they do use real people so. yeah that's well, obviously it. it depends it depends where it thinks when you're on the journey of you know because <clears throat> Jackie does a lot of packaging so I'm sure there's where it depends when you're positioning yourself in the market and that's where you do have to spend time and the money, but upon pre to that, they will have done a lot of research as yeah. to whether that product is even. But if I know you're working on different stuff, that it's, yeah. only, it's sometimes even after you've started the design process that even the client actually realizes that what what they thought was right 
isn't right because mm. the mark actually because I'm sure you've had people who've suddenly changed yeah they've changed it the, the brief halfway through yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes it's for the good it's like actually yeah we, we've, we've all learned lessons here actually <laughs> yeah, and that's a brave yeah. you know that's quite a brave thing to do to when you start to, say, to listen to you this is you know yeah well, there's, like, sometimes the design isn't just a you know a thing that's been plopped on the front of a box or a mm. bottle or whatever it's actually it's helping to evolve the product as well we think actually do you know what now I'm thinking about this maybe that isn't right for that mm. target and maybe we need to go back and think about what the product is and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think that brings us really nicely onto the kind of next section of what we wanted to talk about today which is really about the creative process about how you guys individually approach a creative project whether that's for a brand new you know brand new brief for a brand new brand that doesn't exist or you know creating a, a company who's you know has no name has no nothing or whether that involves working with a big brand or a company that's got a really, really established identity and a really tight brand guidelines. But what I kind of wanted to talk about was how how you take a brief, how you get that get that brief in and how you approach coming up with creative ideas and, and kind of getting those different angles on um, something that other people might not necessarily be able to think of. Um, usually when I um, start a brief, usually... Sometimes there isn't a brief. Yes, yeah, a lot of times <laughs> Very brief, often yeah. in, in the, the creative world, there isn't a brief. Sort of There's a couple of lines. Yeah. So. Um, but usually, um, the marketeers have done like, have been out there and give you a pretty strong brief of a kind of product um, it's going to be and where it's, where it's going to go eventually. If it's, say, it's, for instance, it's packaging, it's going to go in store. Obviously, I usually start off, obviously, looking at the competitors. Um, just to, to check, like obviously, because quite a lot of designers, even though you're subconsciously not thinking about other brands, you maybe put something similar on, on your mood board, so you need to take that off. So <laughs> you need to obviously get all the competitive just to make sure, like, font and style wise, like, you know. But uh, obviously, the brief will lead you, it leads me to kind of think about what kind of product this is. The target market is it the young, is it for the old, is it premium? Um, quite a lot of premium products. So obviously packaging um, helps sell, which it's whether you know it's natural or is it a premium like um, high end. You know you're probably thinking or nice sort of um, finishes on the packaging, like metallics and silvers. You would more um, go to if you go into like a safe supermarket, for instance. You would uh, go more for the premium with the silver, the black, usually on the dark brown, it's usually them kind of colours what draw you in, but again it's mm. it's all about the photography on there and the name. Sometimes the name draws you to the the styles, but usually like I say, I start with the um, some words first and then usually I go into looking for like some inspiration or like it might just be one image which is just says this is the brand. It might just be one simple image of some photography or um, image which captures um, what the client's trying to get across in the brief and then I probably put um, a couple of mood boards together of different styles maybe with some typography um, just to obviously catch the personality of the product um, and usually it's, it, it goes it stems from there as, as a starting block and then obviously um, you just go to the client then to show them you know if there's anything that draws them to you know it might be a picture or might be a bit of type, so the product could be more typographical-led, or it could be image-led, um, or ingredients-led. 
Um, She's trying to kind of get a, a kind of mix of visual with some, some time. Yeah, just to, I'm like, usually I, I kind of look on Pinterest, Instagram, um, I've got magazines, um, books, th- um, books at home, quite a lot of inspiration really. It could be fashion, it could be a print on a on some fabric which might give me an influence to actually think oh actually that would be quite nice packaging <coughs> so there's all sorts of like different sources and again I put it I kind of plan it in a way with colours and try to get it so it's it's evenly balanced of that kind of personality for that even though they could be like three different mood boards of three different mm. styles so that's how I kind of as a starting block I start and then really dig deep when they, they go closer into actually like this route, so if it's a modern route, is it a retro, is it a um, typography route, again, you know, the typography could, you know, lead to the, and, and words, um, and is it, it an established process, is it, or sometimes it change I, when it's a different, like say someone wants some branding from you? Uh, is that a different kind of design process to one? It's kind packaging? of, well, it's, it's kind of, I kind of use the same, um, like, um, same process for all like it's fashion, um, food and drink. It's the same process with the the personality actually mm-hmm. of what I'm trying to sort of sell. And um, so I do my homework first, and then kind of yeah, um, you kind of use like a mix sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of mix. Do a lot of um, so. It just gives a good good like personality on the board. You know instantly actually, and that's this is not for us. This brand mm-hmm. it looks too natural. This looks too high end. This looks so it's, it's a bit of a personality involved yeah I, I, I think it, I think it does then as soon as like you, you go for a route you drill down then at that point um, the brand logo or a name might not be established at that point but sometimes like uh, the personality might think will give you a name to to you know add to the, mm. the, the, the personality of the, the product just to help the client kind of yeah, get Yeah, so, you know, they, they give, give them like a sound invest and then you obviously do do quite a lot of um, looking for inspiration for words as well, just mm-hmm. keywords and, and strap lines, and that's all it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, a ton of yeah, I mean, even just walking like in the in the street, I sometimes go into like the shopping stores, like retail shops, like Selfridges and Harvey Nichols and look at all the packaging, I get a lot of inspiration by actually going out and looking, taking pictures, which you're not supposed to do, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> just like, with the iPhone, yeah, just to get, well that's the kind of, that is like, well, I think what most people do, yeah, or I, yeah. I'll go to the supermarket, get the iPhone out, I'll start taking pictures of products, and hopefully, you know, I'll get out. We were laughing the other day, because I said, you know, some designers, we are like, we're like the equivalent of a train spotter. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, people do train spotting, but we kind of walk around looking at packaging. Kind of boxes. And boxes and like, yeah. like, instead of looking at the clothes, we're looking at, oh, smelling the, smelling yeah. the paper. That's the classic one. The I wonder what has been print, yeah, printed so it's, on. It's kind of yeah. a lot of, like, starting, that is like the usual sort of starting point from, from there. And then yeah. obviously you know it's something will come from mm-hmm. that that's like a good sounding block for what I do so it's quite a lot of research and yeah. you know, everything like that it's got and it's interesting you say about looking for almost looking for things that other people have done so that you kind of don't do that because there's, there's a danger you end up down the roof and you end up in the same direction so yeah so um, quite a lot of the brands um, they kind of want um, something different and they want to be making their own mark obviously 
and it was a brand new product they, they want it completely different but they, they laugh like oh we like this brand we like that brand but um, we don't tend to tend to steer, steer clear of you know tend, tend to know what what's around by doing a lot of research first. It's hard when you work in a visual business and constantly bombarded by imagery not to actually be lent by trends because yeah, that's right. what you're seeing all the time is yeah, it might actually around. steer you yeah. that way. So you, you almost consciously have to put that to one side and find something new. Yeah, yeah because some brands um, will have a, like a say, like a, you know, quite a lot of brands have a, like a strong identity anyway, so it needs to have a shelf life at least five years, you know, like as a, and develop it from that way. Usually you can't really do a 12 month when you've got to sort of think ahead and, mm. you know, um, think what's best for this brand and who it's targeted at, really. So. How are you, Debbie? What's your sort of process? Is it similar? Is it the same all the time? Or do you kind of evolve based on the, you know, the brief and... Depends on the budget is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe don't have as much luxury as Jackie sometimes. <laughs> my uh, yeah, bootstrap clients. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I, I will do that same process of you know initially coming up with a um, a board of colours and typography and stuff like that. I mean, I do a lot of work with sort of like companies that do rebrand. So it's usually looking at the brand that they've got at the moment. Why do they want to do the rebrand? You know, is it is it right? Is it wrong? You know, and then putting some. You know, usually there's like, this is where your brand is. This is, and they usually want this is where the brand is. This is the nudge on, and this is this is going mm. completely new. Sort of like seeing how far are you how far are you prepared to go, sort of thing. And you know, see, sometimes you've got to be careful with that kind of thing because you know I'll, I'll say to them all. If your clients already know you because of they got accustomed to the colours and everything else, is actually maybe it's just a refresh and, and that's really all you need. It's just maybe because it's not actually the, the identity itself that needs refreshing. It's the fact that maybe, like I said, it's become what I say inconsistent. How they've used the logo on their marketing and everything else is actually the whole message and everything is becoming. That's, that's why I find a lot of clients. Yeah, it's growing in a sort of franchise monster. Yeah. And a bit added on here. And yeah. A bit added on there, yeah. Bringing it all back together. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, I get that const, quite a constant theme of people sort of who they've gone like say, they've had different things done for different people and they've not really kept sort of tight rein on how it's been developed and then they've got to a point where it's all become a bit diluted. They, they don't nothing really fits together if you know what I mean so then they, mm. they kind of want actually it brought back together onto one some guidelines some guidelines mm. sort of like and sometimes it does mean that you do a refresh um, you know they'll, they'll ask for that and other ones are brave enough to do the refresh and go because it actually the logo actually doesn't suit where they are anymore yeah. they actually do need a something new but um, yeah I would go through that process as well um, I don't do as much packaging, I do more sort of branding, but I've kind of mm. moved away from more doing brands, strategy and stories more. Mm. But that's what I'm finding a lot more people, like I said, are, are looking for how they want to know their values and their standards mm. and how their story ties in it, rather it's, than it's official. It's really interesting how much that, you know, design and the the value, you know, brand values and, and you know, people are understanding brand a lot a lot more, I think, in mm. terms of, you know, even from an I say we would, you know, we do a lot of just brand was just do a logo, come some names and whatever else. Whereas I think a lot of people are kind of getting the hang of this the fact that that is a small part of what you do, and it has to go through the people and the training and everything as part of that company, and it has to be 
has to be consistent because there's no point having a brand that says we're transparent if you're keeping everything a secret or if we're you know we've got all natural ingredients when you haven't or you know whatever else <laughs> yeah, you mean right. it's like you can't yeah. you can't do yeah. that but I think it's, that's obviously yeah. been influenced by things like social media because mm. obviously that whole idea of like cause I think it was like marketing was all like you know content marketing and then it evolved from content and now it's all it's, it's about engagement and experience you know so even the whole content thing is like you know people used to be, be able to make money from content but now that's it's like you've got to give it for free because actually yeah. people what people really want is engagement and they want an experience even that's why all these music artists now are quite happy to give the money away for oh, so the money away but they give the music away because obviously yeah. you can go on youtube yeah. and you can get things for free but they the, where the where they build their brand awareness and everything else is the experience of a concert yeah, and the their products and, them, and, yeah. the, and it's the same for businesses businesses tapping into that you know like with doing like with what you're doing now with the, the podcast yeah. events seminars you know actually going back to networking one-to-one actually being able to speak to people so um yeah that's mm, interesting how do you find like louis how, how do you find trying to come up with something when you've been working on a brand for a decent amount of time you know you've done a lot of different things <coughs> with it you've got you kind of have this fairly set brand identity you've got logo you've got everything else you know what the identity is but you still got to come up with something new a new creative route for something it's you know this seasonal campaign or whatever how do you try and find that new exciting interesting new thing and not end up falling into a kind of pattern of just doing the, the same old same old um i think it's a lot of it comes from the brief and you eke out and wring out as much sort of gold out of the brief that's possible and if there's not much there you you eventually have to get to a point where you start coming up with lines, you start coming up with messages, and that that's kind of why I do. I sit there with my notebook and I just start writing lines that would suit with the campaign or the idea or basically what they're trying to say, but then change the words and put the inflection on it. So then I think that the tone and the phrasing of, of lines and copy can very much influence an image, like what Jackie was saying, the tone of voice and the personality then starts to spring ideas into your head of, of an image that would suit with that. And it's very much like a texting image kind of build then, because then it starts to grow. And I think, like Jackie was saying, it's important to check back with a client that you're not going off down. Yeah. <laughs> A, a rabbit warren or squirrel. You need to kind of. I think the mood boards is a good stamping yeah. based for for everyone just to say right, this is what I'm thinking, and then usually there's, there's, there might be one image on there they actually love. And then yeah, it, it's it's kind of it's those very word, degrees of sort of grey uh, in mm-hmm. a gradient. You, you can start off very white and clean and clinical with an answer to a brief. And then you can go to the, the black end of the scale where it becomes quite dark or, or, and almost too crazy. So you, you always got to keep, keep testing how far you're going down the gradient line with the client. But uh, I think it's important to actually, with a client, sometimes it's the classic thing if you, re- you respond to a brief with three ideas. One that's a safe option that you know they're going to take. Two is the one that they really want the answer and then there's the third one which you think well, that's a little bit <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, uh, yeah, yeah it's a bit nuts but yeah. you never know yeah. Yeah. someone might have a, an espresso yeah, that day yeah. pick it up on the computer and go yeah. wow that's the yeah, best thing I've ever seen let's do that yeah and go, and go again busters and regret it later yeah. but um, I think it, it's important to actually give them that option that pushes the sort of limit of where they think their brand is 
just a little bit over the line because secretly they want that. They don't want to say no yeah, safe barriers because yeah. they know that might tap into something that a customer would want or open up a whole new market they've never conceived because we all, particularly people who work uh, nine to five in big companies get a little bit institutionalized in the way that they think and it's the same with branding unless you completely look at it differently or get a freelancer in or someone who's completely unrelated to it to give it fresh eyes you're never going to see anything new about your company or your brand and you know that's I think that's what you've got to do you've almost got to scare them into that point mm-hmm. of is that what it looks like is that what we could do yeah of course it is you know just entertain that idea yeah I think that's so important I mean I think that's why one of the reasons why we've had so many of our clients for such a long time is that we don't are constantly trying to think of something new and interesting to do with it it kind of I born out of the fact that like we all hate doing the same thing over and over again you kind of you want to do something new all the time and we want to try something if you've got brave clients that believe in you know that believe in you and believe that you have the you know you've always got the best interest of the brand at heart so you're never going to that that crazy idea isn't going to be so crazy that it's totally off brand it's going to alienate customers and it's not going to work it's always it has that you know that brand at heart but it's just taking it a bit further. I think that that excites clients and makes us think, yeah, let's you know, yeah. let's try and give that a you know, give that a try. But sometimes it helps though with depending what brand it is. If it's a clean brand or it's a quite a modern brand, sometimes you, you kind of if you're into them things yourself, it's quite easy to design. You're into like luxury and nice things. Yeah. Very easy to design. So you're kind of already in tune with the environment. So I know it sounds a bit. I just, yeah, I think that's actually being in tune with if you really, because that's, I think that's important in terms of, again, about understanding the brief and being able to get yourself, I mean, people talk about getting under the skin of the client, you've got to really, really get, get on, on, really understand the client, the business and who they are, because sometimes, I mean, I know when it worked in agencies previously, you get the brief and you can just before you've really immersed yourself in who the cu- customer or who the client is and everything else, because you're too like, let's just get the idea. Let's get it done, get it yeah, done, you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas uh, that's one thing that I've really learned over the last few years is that the more you really get to know the business, not just on the, the surface level, but the, the actual core business, how it works, who it is, how it operates, and understanding from a commercial perspective, you know, and I find that definitely the more I've done that, the more respect I've gained from my, the clients mm. and then we actually you're know, coming out sort of like actually I think you should have an app oh yeah and the goal when they think about it they hadn't even thought about having an app maybe yeah because they were just thinking about branding a website but then you were able to throw actually a business idea in there and say you know actually if you thought about this because that's maybe where you're that's really where your market yeah you could do and I'd be surprised at how more open clients that you know are becoming to sort of, but I think that comes from, like you say, working with when you build that relationship. With yeah, the client, that trust and collaboration, yeah, yeah. and they then sort yeah. of get to that point where you're not, you're not trying to sell them stuff. You're trying to actually present something. This is sure, actually build, potentially a use that you might, really, you know, yeah. might be of value. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's about time up for yeah. uh, for today. But thank you very much for. Uh, for taking a moment for a very very brief summary of uh, of how we go about that creative process at some point in the future perhaps we'll uh, yeah. we'll catch back up and we'll dive a bit deeper into uh, stuff about brand and uh, and things like that as well but uh, 
But for now, we'll say goodbye, and goodbye. we'll see you next goodbye. time. Okay. <laughs>